Welcome back to the CrossFit Bath Podcast. I'm a slightly ill Jason Groxon, so apologies that my uh, my voice still hasn't quite recovered. Uh, but you know what they say, the pod must go on, so I'm just going to record uh, this intro and conclusion anyway. But don't worry, I don't sound like this uh, for the main part of the podcast. Uh, just before we begin, a uh, big thank you to everyone who's already filled out the little survey that I put, uh, put out the other week. I uh, really appreciate that. And uh, the link is still in the description. Uh, we've had a few from Bath, a few from the Bridge. So I look forward to uh, to shouting them out uh, in future episodes. We won't be doing it on this episode, uh, but that will be something starting from the next one. That being said, we did still want to give a shout out this uh, this week, uh, as we have quite a number going to represent CrossFit Bath at the Cheltenham Predator Series. Uh, so we've got four teams or four pairs uh, heading down. Uh, and so if we see them before the 1st of February, if you're listening to this before th- before that, uh, don't forget to wish them well. Uh, so we've got Dave Brown and Ellie Workman, Jamie Forrest and Bex Cancel, Will Harrison and Robin Kernow, Amy McCauley and Jacob McCarthy. And hopefully I got all the names right. Um, so all the best. I uh, hope you enjoy uh, that competition. Uh, if anyone else is going that I haven't mentioned because I didn't know, sorry. Um, but if you want in the future, just uh, don't be afraid. Send me a DM. Uh, and we'll be sure to uh, make sure that your teams are sh- shouted out so we can all uh, get behind you and give you the support uh, at your next competition. So that's really great, isn't it? Uh, on uh, this week's episode, I'm once again in Trowbridge. I was speaking with Emily Clark, the uh, the Bridge members member of 2019. Uh, now, we recorded this episode during an absolutely incredible storm. Um, we do mention it a couple of times. Uh, now, I've done a pretty good job at editing the audio. So I'm just going to insert now a little clip of how it sounded originally. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Emily. <laughs> Hi. Now, rest assured, it doesn't sound like that. Um, I think I've done a pretty good job of cleaning up the audio. Uh, the only thing you will notice probably is that we, uh, we've ra- we're raising our voices quite a bit because uh, obviously you can't hear the rain on the audio now, but we could hear it while we were recording. So we sort of had to raise our voices just to make sure we could hear one another. So um, apologies if it's not... Uh, the most incredible audio quality ever but I think we've done a pretty good job uh, considering uh, what we had to face uh, it's a fun chat uh, I think uh, Emily says a lot of things that probably uh, are true for many of us and she even mentions a few things I think we will probably revisit in future episodes as well so let's head on over and uh, listen to that chat hello Emily <laughs> Hi. welcome to the podcast thank you now, we're not 100% sure how this is going to sound at the end. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, you're either hearing just two very nice voices back and forth or the absolute storm that is raging around us. <laughs> um, and we're we're not in the best location. No. But hopefully it's going to come through okay. We're getting uh, dripped on. <laughs> yes. So the roof isn't just loud. It's also almost useless because we're yeah, still so getting Shax, wet. if you didn't know, uh, the roof leaks. <laughs> Yeah, so the next time the people in Bath are complaining about the facilities, <laughs> just know in Trowbridge the roof is leaking. Oh, so I am joined by Emily Clark with no E. Clark with no E. <laughs> uh, the 2019 <laughs> Trowbridge members member. That is me. <laughs> which was a, a huge honour. Absolutely massive. That suddenly became less of an honour when I received a similar... <laughs> 
a word in Bath and we realised, oh, clearly this means nothing at all. <laughs> um, have they given you your private parking space? No. Oh, have they no, not? No, I'm hmm. sometimes lucky if I even get a parking space. Usually and I'm on the road. <laughs> I assume people get your kit out and put it away for oh, you. Oh, of course, yeah. They roll out the red carpet every time I come into the gym. There's fanfares, the lot. Oh, so exactly the same as a Bath thing. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> So, Emily, it's great to have you on the podcast uh, because obviously, you know, we, we joke about being members member, but it, it obviously means that you're, you're a regular, you're a presence here. People uh, must at least know your name in order to vote yeah, for you. or at least hear me enough, I think. <laughs> so you just sort of barge through. Yeah. I, I had to make a podcast. I think people tend to hear me before they see me and they're like, oh, it's that loud one. <laughs> Are you sure? Because some of your outfits, they might see you <laughs> before you enter. Yeah, loud in clothing and loud in volume, I think. <laughs> so as you probably well know, mm-hmm. big fan of the podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Avid listener. Know that we have to start with a warm-up. Um, we have just finished <laughs> a, a class, so we um, we're both quite tired, yep. almost dead, uh, yet not warm. So we no, need to... <laughs> freezing! <laughs> we need to do a warm-up, so I've got a few nice gentle warm-up questions for you Fab. um now i know you're a bit of a writer you've got a, a blog i do so i would ask you what would be the title of your autobiography oh my goodness oh the title of my autobiography would be um <laughs> sarcasm is the highest form of wit sarcasm is the highest form yep. of wit oh, flipping it on its head there That's... yeah exactly yeah i don't like to go by the grain <laughs> Very nice. Okay, uh, here's another one for you. If you could live in any fictional universe, what would you pick and why? Middle Earth. <laughs> Middle Earth. <laughs> yep, specifically Hobbiton because... You'd be tall? No, I wouldn't actually. I don't think I'm about the height of a hobbit. Don't have the hairy feet, thankfully. Um, but it just it seems like a really nice place to live. That's why I live there. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I don't know where I'd live. Uh, Did you just get dripped on? Water just attacked me, yes. (laughs) Um, I'll have to say, this is a good thing of me asking the questions. I don't always have to have have an answer myself. No, uh, that's fine. You got the easy side. Exactly. (laughs) Um, If we want to shift it slightly more CrossFit, Uh if you could pick any CrossFit Games athlete to train with you for a year, so you train, hang out, whatever you want for a year, who are you picking and why? I am picking Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Yeah. Because she just looks like the most fun. She just, whenever you see her on Instagram, she's always like smiling and she's got like the sweetest little voice and she just looks like so much fun. Okay. Well, we'll see if we can get her on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I'll lose my mind if you do. (laughs) That's step one. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how many more steps we need. Play her this and she'll be like, definitely, I'm on there. Members, member, I'll go on there. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's worked in the past. <laughs> Here's hoping. It's my strategy. Okay, are you feeling nice and warm? I ready am for... so warm, so ready. So Emily. <laughs> uh, the reason we kind of wanted to speak to you was to really find out about your CrossFit sort of journey in yeah. general. So I suppose we'd want to start at the beginning. Right. So like, how did you hear about CrossFit? Why did you start? You know, what possibly possessed you to... <laughs> go down this dark path um it's not a particularly interesting story i won't lie um so i did a lot of dance growing up i um i used to do gymnastics at school although i wasn't very good i was just like a little lump rolling around the floor um i actually (laughs) when i was probably about seven they i wanted to enter into gymnastics competition but the requirement was to be able to do a forward roll and stand up at the end 
and I couldn't even do that. So that basically is, to this day, the um, my gymnastic abilities epitomized in that small forward role. But I did ballet when I was kind of four or five. And then when I got to about eight, I um, moved into contemporary dance and I was doing that to where I was 21. And that was the only sport that I ever did. I was not an athletic person um, at school or anything like that. And then I kind of dabbled in going to normal gyms and kind of heard about this CrossFit stuff and was like, yeah, don't really know what it is. And a lot of the people that I knew who did CrossFit were like ripped and had big egos. So in my head, I was like, that's what CrossFit is. That's not me. I can barely go to the gym like once a year. So I kind of always discounted it. And then um, probably about three years ago, I think it was, I dated a guy that was a CrossFit coach, not in Bath or Trowbridge, I should add. Um, and so he was... everybody's just suddenly stopping their speculation. Right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, stop now. Stop now. It's no one anyone knows, I hope. And and he kind of said to me, you know, you should give it a try. And he told me about it. And I kept thinking, nope, nope, nope. I would be honestly rubbish at it. And then that, that kind of ended. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I will give it a go. Um, so fired off a little email to um, whoever it is that does the CrossFit Bath stuff. Had my free session with Ollie. And yeah, I was basically hooked. Although... I did my intro and then it took me about three months to actually come to my first session because although I'd done the intro, I was like, I was just so nervous. And yeah, and I finally plucked up the courage and have pretty much been coming consistently since. <laughs> so it was like three years ago you said that was... Um, no, so I've been coming. So I did my intro two years ago in February and then started coming in like the June. So yeah, kind of about 18 months I've been properly... <laughs> So when you'd heard about it before, mm-hmm. you were saying, so I heard about CrossFit. What had you heard? Like, because this is something that's come up a couple yeah. of times on the podcast. And, and I told Ollie kind of what I had heard yeah. before I did it. And, you know, it's quite common, sort of the uh, yeah. the things people say. So I just wondered, what was that similar in your experience, um, what you'd heard? Well, I, I grew up with a couple of guys who owned a CrossFit, who as adults own a CrossFit gym. And they had quite big egos and... I really hope they don't listen to this. Um, and and I guess everyone that I'd seen that did it was was ripped and, you know, had six packs and, you know, just that CrossFit, in inverted commas, look. Even though now I know that's not the CrossFit look because we're all normal people. Um, we wish that was the CrossFit we, look. We wish that was the CrossFit look, <laughs> yeah. And so I think that's kind of where my opinion came from was was these people that I knew that did it and I was like uh no I can like barely even stand on one leg let alone throw a barbell around also what's a barbell do you know what I mean it was just like it was completely out of my comfort zone and was not what I was like at all (laughs) so jumping ahead now so you've you've done your intro class and you're saying there were like this three month period before you kind of plucked up the courage (laughs) to uh to come along what was it then that finally kind of pushed you on then um the fact (laughs) that I had paid (laughs) I was paying for it and not attending and that was that was a massive one for me because I was like you know I'm paying all this money I'm not even going and then I thought do you know what I'm just gonna do it I've just gotta you know ignore my anxiety and it was kind of I did it in steps I was like right just drive there get there if you still don't want to do it when you get there then you can turn around and leave so I got here and then it was like right just get inside and you'll be fine. Got inside and it was like, right, just find a familiar face, even if it's one of the coaches, and you'll be fine. So it was actually Sammy that um Sammy and Laura were here and um you know what they're like. They remembered me and they were really nice and welcoming and um and yeah, and then it was 
I was in the in the changing rooms taking my coat off and one of the ladies that comes here called Penny um <laughs> she turned around and she goes is it your first session and I was like uh-huh shaking my head furiously and being absolutely terrified to even open my mouth she pointed and at you and said that's why you don't have abs <laughs> yeah yeah pretty, no, she, <laughs> not at all and I think she could probably just see the fear all over my face and she kind of took me under her wing and and let me partner with her so it was yeah it was actually much better than what I'd anticipated so all those steps were in one day. I yes, assume. yeah, so they were I, all in I one day. I quite like the idea of you driving here and just sitting in the <laughs> car one outside, day, coming back, <laughs> and then one day you get close to the door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the coach, that's why when you walked in, they recognised you. They're like, yeah, oh, they that's were... the girl who sits in the car. <laughs> that's the one that's gradually come one step closer every single day. <laughs> so you, you you came to that one. Yeah. And then what, straight back in the next day, or was there another um, sort of break before you? I think I probably had a break, so I kind of was coming two three times a week for a while and then started coming kind of three four times and gradually built it up and it was probably this time last year that I started coming consistently five six times a week um kind of taking it quite serious not seriously but more serious than I was and thinking oh actually do you know what I could possibly be below average at this (laughs) unlike everything else that I'd done where I just was not even on a scale infinitely scalable as we say about crossfit <laughs> absolutely so yeah everybody's turning on the scale up is the scale for me <laughs> yeah and getting through the door yeah getting through the door yeah <laughs> getting out of my car <laughs> and then so uh, after that you just you know you, you're hooked now you, you, yeah. you came you started yeah progressive i have never stuck to something as long as i've stuck to this so that says something about it it's interesting because that's quite a common sort of a, co- a common thread with crossfit i think and mm. and hmm, how do we say this with normal people and crossfit because, yeah you know <laughs> Sorry, Inverted games athletes commas. listening to this. But <laughs> what I mean is, like, those of us, as you said, we, we just used to do, you know, go to the gym yeah. a couple of times a week mm-hmm. that became a couple of times a month that yeah. came once a month <laughs> that came January. <laughs> and, um, and I mean, a lot of those gyms, and I, I have a feeling we mm. spoke about this, like, right back in the very first episode. If yeah. not, I'll edit it in later. But I'm sure <laughs> we spoke about how a lot of gyms, like, that is that's how they work like that's yeah. the whole structure is they oversell memberships yeah. knowing most of these people you know it's a cheaper membership most of these people are just going to stay home anyway yeah so it doesn't matter if technically ten thousand yeah. people can come in at once mm. nine thousand of them are never yeah. even in the city so you know but you say i'm paying for this i need to, to come in and use it and then once you're in you sort of start yeah and and sticking with it because i think that's another thing a lot of people mm. will sign up and do something for a couple of weeks or even a couple of months mm. and you know myself included <laughs> and you just kind of for me i feel like i just get bored or yeah. lack kind of the the motive yeah, yeah not, the drive and the motivation yeah. that's what it always was for me i would go to a conventional gym and you know i would be on the treadmill but no one would know if i even broke a sweat or i'd attempt to do some weird thing on a weight machine I probably wasn't doing it right. No one would know if I was finding it easy or difficult. And so there was no, and we use the word a lot, accountability. There was no accountability. And so you just kind of, you're like, eh, I'm just not going to go. No one's going to know if I don't go. Where is here? I think it's, I think it's like the social aspect of it that I come here because I not only want to do the class, I want to see these people. They're my friends and they've become really good friends. And it does cheer me up coming and if I've had a really bad day I know that I'm going to come here and I'm going to see these faces that just make me infinitely more happy because they're just nice people and I like being around them and I think it's 
it's a huge massive difference to to like a normal gym because you get you know a normal gym you have your headphones in you don't really talk to anyone you do some some workout and then you leave again whereas here you turn up and everyone's like hi how was your day how was your weekend and you know it's just it's completely different yeah and i think the fact that you are then all going to do the same thing yes. so you kind of turn up and it's not i mean there's the hi there's how the weekend followed immediately by have you seen the whiteboard? <laughs> yeah. What are they thinking? How are we going to get through this? Yep. Oh, what are you going to do? How are you going to break it up? You yeah. know, what weights are you going to use? And and then even after, there's a, oh my yeah. god, can you imagine how how tough was that? That nearly killed me. And yeah. there's this sort of it, you just suffer together. I think that's what it is as well. And and when you go to like a, a normal gym, you'll you'll always get the guys in the mirror. Sorry, guys or girls in the mirrors doing massive weights, grunting and looking at themselves and you're kind of there with like your one kilograms like oh god I'm breaking a sweat here whereas here you're all doing the same workout it doesn't matter whether you're doing 100 kilograms or 20 kilograms for you that's difficult and you're all finding it as hard as each other because you're all in it together and you know there's not that that posiness of oh that person's so strong because yeah they might be strong but actually what you're doing is equally as hard because for you that's a really heavy weight and I think that's kind of the, the joy of it is you're all suffering together <laughs> yeah and and it does keep you coming sort of you know because as you yeah. said like people will send you a message sort of oh have you seen the workout you're going to be in tonight yeah and you almost feel like oh, well now if I don't go in <laughs> yeah. they're going to know it's because I saw the workout <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> There is always that. It's that message I get quite regularly. So, have you seen Jason? There's Warwolves. You're coming in. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm coming in, of yeah. course. So um, so that's great. So it seems that like the community side of it, even if, because mm. I think I think for some people as well, maybe, you know, maybe we, we are very busy anyway. Yeah. Um, like I think to myself, you know, I've got two kids and then family yeah. and friends that don't do CrossFit as well. So the social side of it is very much inside the gym. Yeah. Um, others i know they're you know they're out doing things together yeah. at the weekend and this mm-hmm. i you know i, I can't but no. it doesn't mean so I, I think some people might feel a bit like oh you know i've already got quite a big social circle mm. i can't really you know, yeah. i'm not gonna have time to do but that's not necessarily what we mean it's not just oh you no. come here and you make new friends and then you off every day with your new friends it's oh, just no. when you're here yeah there's this level of kind of absolutely it's like camaraderie 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 i'm not sure whichever We'll pick one and we'll that edit one. that one in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it is. And, and, you know, there are people that I've met here that I spend time with, out of the, spend time with outside of the gym. Um, one of them I've just been to Disneyland with. And there are other people that I am friends equally as much that I don't see out of the gym. But when I see them here, you know, it's just as nice to see them. And, it's, yeah, like you say, it's not like their friends and I'm going to do loads with them outside of the gym whether it's in or out you know they're just great people that I love being around um and that definitely helps so that's the kind of dare I say technical side of uh-huh. you know this is how you, you you heard about it this way this is how you started yeah. for you as a as a person uh-huh how do you feel then that it sort of benefited you because for many it's just gonna you know it's gonna be oh I couldn't I couldn't play with my kids. Now I can. I couldn't run. Yeah. Now I can. But it, it, for you personally, what have been the the benefits you've seen from kind of coming with this, sticking with this program? And that could be both physical because yeah. of, as we've said, you know, your consistency over years, mm-hmm. or even 
you know the other side of things because of the social circle yeah. and the, the friends you've made and things it's quite a lot actually that's changed for me so it's almost <laughs> it's almost as if this question is quite leading yeah, yeah, yeah you'd think so wouldn't you um so despite what it seems I am not actually a very confident person and I never have been I have a lot of um a lot of insecurities and I have a lot of um kind of internal demons that I battle with and coming to CrossFit has absolutely changed me as a person um kind of my confidence is so much I've got so much more confidence than I used to have um and kind of coming here even if I've had a really bad day I'll still come here and I'll still be loud and I'll still be me whereas kind of in other places I dull myself down because I know I I know I'm a lot you know I'm a colorful person literally and figuratively um whereas here I can just be myself and it's probably one of the first places that I've actually been able to do that like just unapologetically be me kind of be loud be sarcastic be rude be colorful you know they don't mind they embrace it they love it and you know a lot of them probably do roll their eyes like oh god here comes Emily but they you know they it doesn't matter and they don't mind they you know they just let me be me so in that sense it's I've massively changed because there's kind of that acceptance of you know I am who I am oh god I hate that phrase but (laughs) <laughs> it's so cliche that'll be the uh, but, um, subtitle of your autobiography <laughs> yeah <laughs> i am who i am of course you are you are you um but yeah so there's that and i guess physically there's been a lot of changes as well i actually haven't lost that much weight since i started coming to crossfit i lost a stone before i started coming because in my head i was like i can't possibly go to crossfit when i weigh a stone more than what i do now it's that weird mindset that you're like i have to lose weight before i start going to crossfit you're like the person who cleans for the cleaner yes exactly that that's pretty much what i did i lost weight before i lost weight (laughs) but actually since i've been doing crossfit i haven't lost that much weight but i know my body has changed a hell of a lot um i mean I will never be happy with the way my body looks. I think that's just an inherent thing in people. We will always find faults with ourselves. But I am way more happy with how it is than than what it was. And I think mentally I've I've changed quite a lot. Kind of when I started CrossFit, I would never have thought I would ever compete um, at, at any level. Um, and I'd never done competitions in any sport that I've ever done. So the idea of, of kind of doing something competitively I'm not naturally a competitive person so for me it was really out of my comfort zone and it was like oh you know that's that's not something I will ever do and yet here I am 18 months down the line and I've got like five competitions lined up for this year and it's something that I love doing and kind of that that mindset has changed that I'm not I'm not necessarily doing the competitions to compete I'm doing it for me and the confidence to be able to do that is a huge thing for me that I would never have had before. Um, and that, yeah, that's kind of down to CrossFit. So talking about the, the competition then, because you mentioned about kind of doing them, but not doing them, like not doing them to compete, but they're yeah. competitions. So that's quite interesting as well, because I think that, that's something where I suppose I, I'm even myself a little bit guilty of this, of kind of yeah. thinking, well, if I'm not going to go there and absolutely smash it, yeah, then I might as well stay home. And uh-huh. knowing that I'm never going to go there and absolutely smash it, <laughs> I'm safe to assume I'm probably always going to stay home. But I think, you know, you're saying that, okay, I know I'm not going there to win. Yeah. And that's not even the point. I just want to go there. So what, what would you say then to maybe some of the people that are, you know, newer to CrossFit, they're just getting in or 
or perhaps they've seen a post in the Facebook mm-hmm. group of somebody saying, hey, we're putting some teams together for this competition. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> so, wow, there you go. I've done that in the Trowbridge one. Um, I'd say just go for it because you, you're not doing it for everyone else. You know, just be realistic. You know, I, it's, I don't know really because I look at it and I'm, I guess it's easy for me because I'm not a competitive person. I look at the competitions and I'm, I'm like, you know, I know I'm not going to win. I know I'm never going to come first. But actually doing it, getting out of my comfort zone is is a huge accomplishment for me. And, and it, I would wager it's probably the same for a lot of people that come to CrossFit, that actually just getting to the competition is a huge step for them. Driving to the and competition. Driving to the competition. Getting out of getting the out car. Getting out of the car. You know, registering. It's a huge thing. <laughs> Is that why you've got five lined up? So yeah, the exactly. First the first one, I'm just to... going to drive there and then leave again. <laughs> You're noticing a pattern. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just PE at the end of the day. You're just doing a good bit of exercise. If you come last, it doesn't matter. You're still doing better than everyone that didn't turn up. You're still doing better than the ones that sat in the car and then went home again, <laughs> which is me. Um, but they're doing well because they drove there. They're doing well because they drove there. And that's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think sometimes, and I, I'm guilty of this, is pe- people have a tendency to get in their heads and kind of build these competitions up to be this huge thing. Like in their head, it's like the games when actually it's more like a school sports day. And if you think of it in those sorts of levels... It's not as daunting. And actually, there are going to be other people there who it might be their first competition. It might be their hundredth competition. You know, everyone's different. And there's going to be most competitions I've been to. There's been such a mix of abilities that you just feel comfortable. And actually, everyone has been in your position. Everyone who goes there has had to start CrossFit at some point, has had to do their intro course, has had to build up those numbers. And I think that helps. And I think probably that's why there's a lot of that kind of social side in CrossFit because everyone has been where you are. Everyone has been at the beginning. Everyone's done their intro. Everyone's been the person that gets out of the car and then walks back to the car and then walks up to the handle and then walks back to the car. Everyone's been there. We've all done the intro and it's always daunting. So I think that kind of helps is remembering that everyone's been where you are. Sorry, I rambled a bit there. That's good. (laughs) Filling time. (laughs) This is sort of, we, we, we discussed how you started actually crossfitting yeah and we've talked about the way you feel you've changed Mm -hmm. what about the kind of people around you so friends and family that knew you sort of before bcf (laughs) acf crossfit uh, bcfe before crossfit era yeah have they uh have they sort of observed these changes in you as well has anyone commented on on things that they've noticed since you were, were doing crossfit yeah so a few people have commented on kind of how my body has changed which is fine I don't mind that it's kind of it's going to happen when you're doing that much exercise um and I think mentally people have noticed it that came out wrong but I so I've got (laughs) so I've got like mental health issues and things and prior to CrossFit I never really had anywhere to to channel my my kind of mental health issues and to kind of let go and switch off I never had anything and I think my family have noticed very much so that um, CrossFit has been a massive relief f- for me and a massive release is probably more what I meant for me and my mental health because it gives me um, it gives me a focus. It gives me kind of an avenue with which to kind of channel those almost those inner demons that 
I can come to the gym, I switch off and I know I do. It's the one place I actually don't think about everything else. And I think my family have noticed that. And although they, you know, they take the piss about how much I go to the gym and that, you know, Christmas Eve, oh, Emily's going to the gym. They recognize that I do also need that for my own mental well-being. And um, and I think they, they have noticed how much better I've been since I've started coming. Um, and that, you know, and, and the confidence I've got and and um growing up my my brothers were always really sporty they kind of won all the sports trophies and things and I never did and it was I was never the sporty one so for them it's also like a massive thing that oh my gosh Emily's actually you know she's got into a sport she's won an award for it or whatever um so yeah I think they've they've noticed massively it is so interesting I'd love to you know when you wish you could just hear what everyone is thinking at the same time, like yeah. what everyone that's listening to this, because some of the things you said, like we're we're very different. Yeah, I wear black to the gym. You, <laughs> I wear eye-watering combinations. <laughs> but there are a lot of, let's say, the same things. Yeah, that are kind of affect us. You know, it, well, obviously it's the same. We're doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, but like you're saying about sort of switching off. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm exactly. I I'm an overthinker, so mm-hmm. I constantly thinking and, and if i'm doing something i'm always thinking about something else yeah and it really it, it, it's quite taxing because if mm-hmm. you know that you've got a lot of stuff to do yeah. it means i can't even enjoy time that i've sort of set aside you know i'm gonna watch this film to relax yeah and the whole time i'm watching this film i'm thinking yeah but you know really yeah. you should be doing this and now uh, once you finish that you only got and then you've only got a few hours before that and like that's what but when you're looking at the whiteboard and it's like these yeah. are what you're doing time starts now go Mm. And you're just like, oh, well, just five more of these. And then I'm on to oh, four of these and then four yeah. more of these and then two of these. And literally you can't, you just can't physically yeah. think about anything else. It's not even like you realize you're doing it. And it's then afterwards when you suddenly start thinking about all the stuff again, you're like, oh, I actually switched off for a bit there. And it's not like a conscious thing. It just happens. And I think that's really nice. And then also my brother, super sporty. So like at <laughs> school every sport he was yeah. involved in loved sport watched yeah. every sport knew every mm-hmm. person in every type yeah, of sport i brother. could not care less i still <laughs> yeah. don't no, I'm um, the same. but obviously we're no, he, he's my older brother so we're both in our 30s now oh, see, mine so is my twin brother so i had it directly oh. at school all the time it was like oh yeah ed oh football yeah rugby <laughs> i was just like yeah maths <laughs> yeah oh, no, i was terrible different. he was good at that as well <laughs> That's the problem. Grr. But look, now look how good my maths has got by doing exactly. cross. <laughs> Mine has not, sadly. <laughs> but it is interesting because, you know, jumping ahead now and life gets in the way a lot. Yeah. He doesn't have as much time to do all the sporty things he used to do at, you know, at school when yeah. it was kind of easy to play football on one yeah. day and then rugby another day and then tennis you yeah. know, the week after that. Whereas now I'm you know almost every day doing something exactly the same with me and my oh, brothers how the tables have turned yeah absolutely i said that to my brothers at christmas because <laughs> they both used to do all the sports and now neither of them do anything and i'm here like at the gym every single day again you sure you're gonna eat that <laughs> there's a lot of calories in that <laughs> yeah you're not burning them off <laughs> i am so have you um how do I say this, promoted CrossFit to anyone else then? You know, considering that you sort of said it's really helped me for my yeah. mental health, it's helped me for my physical health. Is it something that you, you do encourage people to try and get involved yes, in? Yes, absolutely. Has it I worked? Am, <laughs> I'm a classic CrossFitter. I it's I talk about it far too much. In fact, there is, um, there's a girl who's in the class that's going on at the moment. And she, I met her at um, 
the normal gym that I used to go to and we became friends and then I left to come to CrossFit and I kept saying to her you've got to come to CrossFit you'll love it it's amazing you've got to come and she's actually started coming now um, and she loves it and she now doesn't go to a normal gym either and she brought her fiance along <laughs> and um, yeah there's quite a few people that I keep saying you've got to try CrossFit you'll love it. Is that just through the so th- th- in this example you're mm-hmm. talking about someone like you knew through the gym so they yeah. were kind of somebody because sometimes it's it's it can be it's an easier transition for somebody to go from yeah well anywhere I like to work out or I like to go running I like to do uh-huh. the gym um hey try CrossFit you probably enjoy it more you'll probably yeah. keep going for longer um I usually spin it as it's a cheaper way to have like if you wanted a personal trainer yeah think how expensive that would be it's true you're in a class but there is this sort of one-on-one yeah feedback and and it you know that's sort of the way i for sure i try to put it across yeah but have you had opportunities to sort of recommend it to people because of you know people that are just stressed or going through uh, other issues that you sort of said look this is going to sound crazy (laughs) but i think coming along for an hour an hour a day yeah killing yourself with weights is going to (laughs) somehow make you feel better it's specifically that part that they always enjoy (laughs) kill yourself with weights (laughs) i mean i'm paraphrasing but i I I feel like i've got your voice (laughs) (laughs) yeah you have (laughs) um yeah no i there's quite a few people at work that a lot of the times i think they think oh here she goes talking about crossfit again but when they've actually sat down and i've spoken to them about it the amount of them have said it actually sounds really really good but it's their, it's their anxiety and their, that kind of fear of the unknown that stops them doing it. Um, so I keep chipping away. Eventually, they'll just get so annoyed with me. They'll be like, all right, well, if it shuts her up, we'll go. <laughs> so that's what I'm hoping for. That was their first mistake. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I think this is a, a, another topic that we've, we've mentioned multiple times now on, on different episodes, but the whole kind of games versus health sort of discussion and how... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I can imagine a, a person who is very anxious, very self-conscious, yep. doesn't feel comfortable around people, you know, or maybe has a very low opinion of themselves. Yeah. And then they Google CrossFit and mm-hmm. they see these monsters just competing and doing yeah. incredible things. Yeah, that's not for me. I, I'm like, that's very that, understandable. That was me two years ago. <laughs> yeah, and that wasn't on Google. That was just the people you knew. Yeah, that was just the people I knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I think it is good that now there is a lot more a lot more emphasis on the health side of things. Yeah, uh, there sure. are more more media you can find, videos, mm-hmm. great podcasts that talk about <laughs> like this one, of course. <laughs> you said it, not me. Uh, <laughs> but that will now be the tagline on every of future course, episode. Yeah, I just think it, it you know it, it's interesting coming to it from that point of view yeah. of sort of it, it seems so counter to you know, I'm anxious, I'm nervous, I feel bad about myself. You want me to go and be surrounded by people that are so much better than me at Uh all of these things. And it's kind of hard to to break them off. So, well, actually, that's that's not what CrossFit is. This is what CrossFit is. Have you found kind of any way to to put that across at all? Um, So I always use the example that um, kind of the encouragement that everyone gets. And there's a lady who comes to, to, to this box and... The example I always use is we were doing front squats and she kept saying to me, oh no, I can't go with you because you squat really heavy. And I'm like, I don't, but thanks. Um, and I I forced her basically to partner with me. And I mean, I was I was front squatting, whatever it is I front squat. And she was like, oh my God, that, that's so heavy. And I'm like, 
doesn't matter what I'm doing. And she was doing an eight kilogram bar and then we kept adding on little weights, little weights. She ended up doing, I think it was 18 to 20 kilograms or something, which for her was massive. And the amount of kind of support and encouragement she got from that, yet there was guys that were doing like 80 kilograms or whatever, that yeah, they got a PB. They got congratulated equally as much as this lady did getting 20 kilograms. And I kind of always use that example that it doesn't matter whether you're doing an eight kilogram bar or an 80 kilogram bar. It's it's an achievement and everyone loves that and you will get supported and you will get kind of a pat on the back and a high five and all of that stuff and cheered on equally as much. Because for you, that's massive and that's a huge accomplishment. And there is no taking away from that. And everyone can appreciate that for you, that's awesome and you've done so well to do that so that's always the example I use is that actually it doesn't matter if you you know you've never done CrossFit before you've been doing it for years if you turn up you do something that's you know outside of your comfort zone or you do a really big lift or you you know even if you just complete a wad or even if you don't complete a wad but you just get to the end it's you know it's an accomplishment and it's amazing and that will be celebrated as much as someone who's going for this huge one rep max PR. Um, and that's kind of the way I always sell it is that, you know, there, there is no ego. And I know even now people will be like, yeah, but there is an ego. And I'm sure in some CrossFit gyms there are egos, but I always find here there's not. And yeah, so that's how I always sell it. I think that was the question. I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> if it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so what's what are your goals going ahead now? So you, you kind of, You've been doing it for a couple of years, yep. doing a few competitions. But I mean, I'm not saying your goals need to be, oh, I'm going to the <laughs> games. <laughs> but just sort of, because uh, I mean, for some, you know, a, a great goal is just to keep going. Like, I just yeah. want to be consistent or I want to convince, you know, maybe there is a somebody you've got in mind that you're like, yeah. I know this person would benefit from CrossFit. Uh-huh. I'm working on them. I just wonder if you had any kind of plans going ahead, things you yeah. want to do, things you want to achieve. Um. Not overly. I mean, I one of my goals was to kind of convince someone that was completely against CrossFit to come to CrossFit. And I did. I convinced my cousin to come and I'm actually competing with her in a couple of months, which for her is incredible. And she's absolutely cacking her pants, but she'll be great. Um, but going forwards, I think, I don't know, just kind of to keep coming and keep enjoying it and kind of, yeah, that's it. I don't have any specific goals because I'm just enjoying the journey. Oh, that was cringe, wasn't it? Oh, dear. That, that just came out of my mouth. Um, yeah, just keep coming. <laughs> These book titles, they're just they're, rolling. Yeah, I am for... a walking library, what can I say? <laughs> I think that's been a, you know, a, a real nice kind of getting to know you sort of discussion. <laughs> so I think uh, it, it is interesting that how, you know, we all, we've all come from sort of different, yeah. different backgrounds, different, we, we're here for different reasons, but it seems that there's a lot of similarities, a lot of crossover between why we start, why we do it, the, yeah. the effects it has. Um, and it is a shame that for many there is this you know I think again all of us have sort of heard the negative before yeah. ever getting in and trying it for sure unfortunately some have even experienced the negative because yeah. as you said if these people were running a CrossFit box and they there was a lot of ego there and there was this yeah. thing and probably if you'd gone there maybe you wouldn't have uh, have kept and going I probably so, wouldn't have done to so, be fair no that's a, um, good, a good advert for Bath and Trowbridge <laughs> and all the coaches yep. here so well done. Well done, guys. <laughs> they don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do. 
So uh, thank you very much for, for you joining me. For um, me. It's been, this has been a nice cool down actually after yeah, the Yeah, it has and the rain has stopped after, finally. The rain has stopped now. <laughs> so we're still dry. It's going to be interesting when I edit this. Um <laughs> because either people are going to be like why did they keep talking about the rain? We <laughs> we couldn't hear anything. Okay. Or they're going to say I think they mentioned rain. I don't know. I couldn't hear it over <laughs> the sound, <laughs> over of, the the sound rain. of the rain. So um <laughs> interesting we'll we'll, we'll wait see. to see yeah. what what happens I look there forward to it but thank you so much and thank uh, you. you know no, no one would have known unless i'd mentioned it, that you had just done a a quite well terrible <laughs> workout <breathing>. before <laughs> so it just goes to show how you know crossfit isn't that extreme absolutely you can even podcast after you a podcast while podcast after excellent <laughs> thank you very much Alan. oh i do miss having a normal voice <laughs> um well, I hope you enjoyed that. I think it was a, a really good, fun chat. And I think Emily said a lot of things that, as I said before, uh, we probably uh, can relate to or have had similar feelings or similar thoughts. Uh, so uh, thanks to her once again for being willing to come on the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed uh, the episode. In the description and the show notes, you will find links to her social media, her blog, uh, all of my stuff as well, the members survey. Don't forget to fill it out if you haven't already. Uh, and I think that's everything. So I uh, look forward to uh, being back in two weeks time with a new episode. And once again, all the best to all of those that will be heading to the Cheltenham Predator series.